from eating souls to sipping sake from playing ping pong with his most fresh Tokyo smile. We talked to Micah Solsod at MTAC 15 Life here on the Awesome Cast. Folks, Basil here from the Awesome Cast, your podcast for everything awesome. This time we've got an atypical episode, as this is entirely an interview. It's with Micah Solasad. We recorded this at MTAC 15 Life from April 3rd through 5th in 2015. It was a lot of fun. We talked about food and music and all sorts of stuff. He has, of course, been in roles such as Soul from Soul Eater and Smile from Ping Pong, and he was in Kamisama Kiss, uh, Erika 7 AO, and, well, many, many things. So sit back and listen as we chat him up for a bit. Tornado con. May I, may I have your attention, please, con? May I have your? <laughs> may I have your? May I have your attention? May I have your attention, please? <laughs> yes. It's all oh, right. it's all right. oh. <laughs> may I have your attention, please? Clear the fire, lady. Clear the fire. May I have? May. I, may I have your attention, please? And, and we have the lovely Micah Solisada. Where? He's over there. <laughs> Hi. Hi. I am he. So how's it going? It's well, going. You've been to MTAC before? No, no, never. I've never been to the land of barbecue and music, which is Tennessee. Well, you've been, you've been to the land of barbecue. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You've been to Huntsville's the land of barbecue and rockets. Yeah, <laughs> but not, not music, so there you go. And but. nothing else else at Huntsville. <laughs> Literally nothing else. You sure. <laughs> I, I still need to take my picture beside the uh, Hollywood, Alabama sign, which is just funny and depressing. I want to be there. <laughs> All right, so Micah, what have you been working on lately? What have I been working on? Um, we've been doing these broadcast dubs at Funimation, where we dub things as they come out in Japan. Um, I am playing uh, Suwon in Yona of the Dawn. That's confusing to say. Um, I am Seido Takizawa in Tokyo Ghoul. Um, and there is... Oh, yeah. Uh, Shigeru Miura in Death Parade, and I'm reprising my role as Mizuki in Kamisama Kiss. I don't have to talk about any of my older stuff, right? No. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's all the new things. Oh, and I was in uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse as one of the custom voices. Fantastic. Yeah. So, somebody? Um, I've, I've been holding court for the last three hours asking okay, questions. Okay, I have questions. I always do. Um, so, my magazine's about charity and how celebrities give back. So, yeah. could you tell me about some of the charities that you like to help with or that you feel yeah. passionate about? Um, in general, I like uh, donating, donating to uh, Global Giving that uh, gives food back to uh, third world nations and stuff like that. Uh, we recently did a charity, uh, I don't know, online charity thing for uh, 
uh, clean water. Uh, we called it the Water Party uh, for free, the anime. Um, and a bunch of the voice actors, some from L.A., some from Texas, we, uh, we offered signatures and cards and stuff exclusive for that uh, charity project. Not a problem. I love charity. Jessica, I know you've got one fired up and ready to go. Please, go ahead. Let me get myself set up. But, um, so I'm from National Arts Magazine, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about the art of cosplay with a lot of the you know, attendees yeah. this week. And um, what I'm really interested in is like what, like what cosplay means to you as you are behind the scenes, you are this representation of the character. And like to people, they see it as a way of coming out of their shell and mm-hmm. meet more people. And it means so much to them. They're so passionate about it. So right. I was just wondering, like, what do the voice actors feel about it? How, what does it mean to you? Um, I speak on behalf of all of them. No, I don't. <laughs> um, for me personally, uh, cosplay was never really a thing, because like, I'm an anime fan. Mm-hmm. You know, So uh, I never really considered cosplay before, but seeing other people so passionate about it, and I think it's like another level of art. You know, Some people draw. Some people I don't know, like to act. Uh, and other people like to, to sew and, and create costumes. And I really like that. Um, in some ways, it's a form of acting as well, because some of them like to be in character. Um, so I think it's uh, a way to show off their, their passions for the project, respect to the project, um, in their own way. Yeah. Good. I really didn't know what I was saying. Basil, <laughs> <laughs> why are you over there on Wikipedia looking at because I, I don't know what Micah's ever done. I mean, he's done so much. <laughs> wow. Wow. So much. <laughs> it, it gets bigger every day. No, it shrinks, if anything. But you've been doing lots of simulcast dubbing. Yes. Like, dubbing that's been du- dubbing really fast. Like, you, I guess you just talk. Do you just talk really fast when you do it and they slow you down? Or how does this... How does this all work? They actually had us record every letter of the alphabet and then just piece together words. Okay. Yeah, with the program. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> they have this thing called the Micah Solusod filter, so anyone can talk and it sounds like me. That's cool. So yeah. <laughs> Conveniently sold with the John Young Bosch package. <laughs> no. Um, the deadlines have been kind of intense. Um, when we were working on some of the projects, we had like a two-week turnaround to turn in episodes, which is kind of insane. Um, but recently, we've had these phase two of the broadcast dubs, which is one week to finish an episode. It's a little crazy. It means we can't hire out to L.A., which we would normally do, or Houston. A lot of our casts come from Houston. Um, so people like Jason Douglas or Jason Liebrecht, people like that. David Wald, uh, we can't really call on them unless they are playing like a minor character that can fill one episode only. But yeah. Crazy deadlines, starting with uh, part twos of shows. So episode 13 on, uh, for example, for Tokyo Ghoul, we started in season two instead of season one. Season one's not dubbed yet. So, yeah, interesting times. So you um, go to a lot of different cons, and if you do, uh, have there been any really interesting fan interactions with you, like... Someone told us something really funny once about... Define interesting. <laughs> Family friendly. Um, <laughs> Define interesting. <laughs> well, anything strange. Um, yeah. Stop from meeting Robbie. But, um, yeah. yeah, well, he's a specific definition of strange. No, um, yeah, you see... A, from, like I said, I, I'm, I'm an anime fan myself. So conventions, all this stuff, this is new to me. Um, so seeing... Uh, the Japanese guests, like people who have actually worked on the animation themselves, uh, who either voiced it or animated, um, 
meeting other actors within our community and attendees, you know, people who are passionate like myself. You know, sometimes I feel like I should be on the other side of the table being like, I know, right? This show is so cool. <laughs> um, definitely a one of us sort of vibe. But it's, it's a very unique experience. Uh, for the most part, very positive, too. Um, occasionally you get the weird questions of, hey, can you sign this jar of pickles? <laughs> yeah, or things like that. Um, but for the, you know, for the most part, it's, it's positive. It's very good. So Robbie had to trade books for peanut butter and jelly last week. Were you there for that? I was not there for that. Yeah, some woman came up and wanted to barter peanut butter and jelly and sandwich making stuff for books. So we did it, so we didn't have to go to the store. But um, I have, did people try to come up and barter? I know. Um, no, funny. but I mean, this weekend I've had someone uh, come up to me and ask if I, if I want their autograph. Because one day they're going to be famous. And uh, I was like, well, I mean, no. <laughs> I don't collect autographs, so no, I don't even want my own. So, yeah, there are interesting things that go on at conventions. And I just thought the whole peanut butter thing was funny. And funny. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can, I, can I trade peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for books? Can you take the one? Can, but yeah, but I didn't trade a peanut butter and jelly you sandwich. I'm hungry. So. Good. All right. Let's make that happen this weekend. So, wait, did you actually sign a jar of pickles? Yes. Did you sign it on the glass or on like the label? On the label because okay. it wasn't uh, it wasn't uh, writing on the glass. Yeah. I, my first thought was that if you put it on the glass, we've got a new way to market some pickle. I'm gonna throw an anime character on the front. There you go. <laughs> See, man. Pickle anime. Anime millions. Anime millions. Right here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Basil, you're thinking about this. You're thinking of putting B from Space Dandy? Pickled eggplant. Yeah, yeah. There, there you go. go yeah. There you go. <laughs> Japanese pickled eggplant. We can Authentic. make it work. Yeah. Japanese pickled eggplant. Yeah, just like my shirt. Free download code for B's Fat Beats. There you go. Is Sick Beats. There we go. Oh, pickled beets. Call them Sick Beats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just see myself out. It's fine. You know. <laughs> I love it. That was great. So when you make millions off this, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you guys each get, like, 1%. Yeah, it'll be fine. And the rest of it goes to charity. There we go. That way I don't look like a villain. Should I say charity of Micah Solo Swag? Yeah. Please send it to the Micah Solo Swag Foundation for poor voice actors. No? So just all of you, though. Uh, yes. Except with, like, two exceptions. Yes, yeah. So you know, speaking of the Space Dandy, Ooh. I came in late, so I'm, I'm Matt, I'm from Zombies in my blog. Hi, how's it going? I, uh, so I'm a super huge fan of Space Dandy. Me too, we I have so much in common. a little bit about how you got approached to it, a little bit of your time working on it, and a little bit about your character, um, what you knew before going in. That's a lot. So, Professor, uh, I will answer in parts, if I may. Um, the first, <laughs> How did I get approached? Uh, the approach was actually very scary. Um because I was waiting in the lobby. I actually did two auditions prior, both of which I bombed completely. I was really down about it. So I was waiting in the lobby, um, ready to go, and the director, one of the directors, Zach Bolton, up, he turned the corner, he saw me, and he just stared at me for a second. And I was like, yes, how can I help you? He's like, are you busy? No. Follow me. And Zach Bolton is the uh, assistant producer at Funimation. So he looked very serious, and he told me to follow him. I thought I was in trouble. So I, I'm following him. He's not saying a word about, like, you know, hey, how's it going or anything? He's just like, 
just walking to his office, and I saw the other director of Space Bandit, Joel McDonald, pass us by. And he saw me, and he just started laughing at me. And I'm like, what is going on? Am I in trouble? Are we going to bury a dead body? Uh, I mean, I didn't know. So we go into uh, his office, and he never closes his door. But this time he did, and I'm thinking, okay, something's going on that I don't know about. I am scared. I am very scared. There's a little pee. Um, it's not appropriate to say. <laughs> Either way, I'm kidding. Um, but he was like, all right, so what I tell you, you cannot repeat to anyone, not even people at Funimation. This is a select number of people I am telling this to. Um, first of all, are you going to be available for the next 20-something weeks? And I thought, or until, uh, until June. This happened uh, at the end, like in winter of last year. He's like, so are you going to be available? Or I guess 2013. Um, and I said, yes? Why? It depends. And he's like, okay. So he goes through this whole thing about, like, you can't talk about this. There's non-disclosure. We're only letting certain people know about this. And it was just a long, you know, talk. Very serious talk. No jokes, no nothing. And, you know, finally I'm like, okay, um, as long as I don't have to, like, kill somebody, you know, I, I think we'll be okay. And he says, all right, so you're going to be auditioning for this project, this show called... Um, Space Dandy. And I thought, oh my gosh, really? All of this to just ask if I'm going to audition for Space Dandy? Yes, I will do it. And he's like, okay. So uh, then I realized I know nothing about the show and I really hope I'm prepared for this. So uh, I, I read for Meow and I read for B. And uh, after that, I didn't hear anything. There was just no talk of it. And, of course, you can't talk to your friends about it because you don't know if they got the audition or not. You know, they, uh, I had a friend ask me, so uh, you were with, you came out of Zach's office. What were you doing? I'm like, uh, you know, just I had to redo some lines for another show. I'm so lying to you. I'm sorry. Um, and then for, for weeks we just didn't hear anything. And then some, I was hanging out with another group of friends. Uh, did you guys meet Sunny Straight yet? Yes. Yeah, we, we did this thing called voice balloons. Uh, those of us actors who also draw, we get together and just do drawing jams and whatever at a local comic book shop. And so we were there drawing, and then one of them said, one of the actors said, hey, uh, I'm going for this thing called Space Dandy. Do you guys know what it is? And all of us sort of sat up like, what do you know? <laughs> and wait, you're in Space Dandy? And so all of us were like, did you hear anything on that? No, I didn't hear anything at all. So I, I thought for sure I, I wasn't cast. And then about a week later of uh, loathing, self-loathing, uh, I get a call and saying, hey, uh, you're going to be recording for an hour on Space Dandy. Can you come in? I'm like, yes. And I found out that I was playing good old B. And turns out he's probably one of my favorite characters. <laughs> good show. Did you know much about it? The, the character, or did they give you no. Any well, none of us knew anything because okay. we recorded the first episode, and if you've seen it, well, no spoilers. I mean, really, everyone dies at the end of episode one, and so we're like, "Where's this going?" And so each episode, we found out that the Japanese didn't know what they were doing either. It was just, you know, all we knew is that uh, Watanabe was overseeing the project, and he was handing each episode out to a certain team, and each team was given. Uh, free reign essentially with the characters this is essentially who the characters are make whatever story you want and so each episode was a standalone and the more we did it the more we realized we were like oh oh we can do whatever we want essentially so it was a fun neat project uh, the deadlines were a little strict because they're going straight to uh, TV and the cool thing was it was uh, it was dubbed it was 
broadcast in English before it was in Japan. So uh, I thought that was a kind of we got to establish the characters in a sense. So that was neat. Um, I. Any, anything about the upcoming? If there's any more? Um, I don't know if there's any more, but I know on the Japanese website of Studio, Studio Bones, normally when they finish a show, uh, their show, like they have a picture of the, the characters and it says off air, but next to Space Dandy, it was a hmm, that's it. So maybe there'll be more? Who knows? We're hoping. Yeah. Thank you for your question. Yeah. Well, right? uh, uh, well, no, I just want to be in Space Dandy again. <laughs> it was incredible. It, it was one of the best things I've ever been in. So what's something that you do outside of the voice acting and the acting and even drawing that you might do that is maybe somebody has never heard of or that doesn't know you a lot and says, all right, what do you do for fun outside of that? Do you um, mini golf? Do you uh, jump out of airplanes? Close <laughs> um, to the mini golf. Uh, I do. What? No, no. <laughs> Those were in my younger days. No. Um, I, uh, I like bowling. I'm oddly and stupidly good at it. Um, I was on my high school team, which is odd and stupid. Um, yeah, so a lot of my friends go out and we bowl occasionally. Check I have a, your own ball. Yeah, and shoes and everything, you know, yeah. the whole thing. Uh, my ball smells like Tootsie Rolls. Delicious. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's awesome. <laughs> Although, uh, my friend, uh, he's a voice actor there at Funimation, uh, assistant director now, uh, Clifford Chapin. He was in Attack on Titan. Um we we go bowling and he actually doesn't have a sense of smell. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you find out about him, you're like, what? Lies. But uh, I've known this for a while, and so we went bowling, and I was like, by the way, man, my ball uh, can bowl really good. <laughs> you know, uh, do you hear something? I gotta go. Yeah. But yeah, I bowl, uh, I do music occasionally, um, and I draw. That's what I do. I don't like cooking quite a bit. How heavy is your ball? <laughs> Not, do you see my arms? <laughs> I'm like two dimensional. No. You said bowling, I was like, what? It's, it's 13 pounds. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think the heaviest you can get is 16. Well, good on. Legally. Yeah. On, yeah. Yeah, you know. The yes. lifting. <laughs> the lifting of nothing. Bro. You know, bruh. Yeah. Bruh. <laughs> Well, bro, what do you cook? What do I cook? I cook food. What do you think? You <laughs> <laughs> cook shoes. Yeah, I cook bowling balls. And I, mean, I thought maybe that's how it made it smell like Tootsie Roll Pops. I don't yeah, know. that's how I did. No, um, I, uh, I'm quite a fan of a smoked paprika chicken recipe oh, yeah. that Alton Brown makes. Yes. Yeah, so that is my favorite thing. You take a chicken thighs, you stuff the skin with uh, an olive tapenade, and then you marinate the chicken in smoked paprika paprika and oil salt pepper and then you place that on a, a baking rack over sliced onions and potatoes so as it cooks the fat that drips down from the chicken roasts the onions and the potatoes at the same time yeah i know right now you're hungry you're wrong. <laughs> you just double and brown the show and just like this is what's well i was i've actually had an idea of doing like a, a youtube series like food and anime and sort of do like his like youtube segments on like cooking smart or whatever um, but just apply it to food and anime, like curry, katsu, things like that. So but what pair is good with a space dandy? A space dandy? Um, probably things that you can get at Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> right? Am I right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know because I've never been to a Hooters, but I hear they have things. Wings. Yeah. Wings. 
They have w- wing, wings and things, yeah. Um, you said you, you're into music. What do you play? Uh, I play, I'm a drummer by trade, but I play guitar and I'm learning keyboard right now. Do you do songwriting? Uh, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Do you have a secret project? Yeah. I'm actually working on an EP. I, uh, I'm, there's a game that I'm recording for. Uh, my character is a musician, and so I'm writing his EP because he's, he advertises it in the game, and so as a special edition, we're going to be recording that album or EP. Yeah. Is, is your band called Eyeshine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh. It is. I mean, You're doing pretty well right now. Yeah. You got top power Don't you know? Song? Don't you know? Yeah. <laughs> We did a cover of Africa by Toto. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Had to have been there. Um. <laughs> Any other questions? So how fun is it uh, to mess with people when you get mistaken as Johnny and Bob? Funny you say that. <laughs> um, for a while, you know, I, a lot of people, you know, uh, when I go to conventions say, have you ever, has anyone told you that you sound a lot like Johnny Young Bosch? And it's like, well, of course, but I don't want to be condescending or rude or anything and be like, what do you think? Because that's stupid. Um, but one year, about two years ago, I decided to uh, just sort of mess with everyone and tell them, yeah, Johnny's actually my dad. <laughs> just to see what would happen. So He's like the right age. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Debatable. Um, so at these panels, whenever someone asked, I would be like, "Yeah, uh, John Young Bosch is actually my dad." Funny you say that. And instead of like the audience laughing, they'd be like, "Oh, that makes sense." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." That was a joke. That was a joke. But there's a part of me that's like, "Should I correct them?" Because <laughs> that could be fun. <laughs> I saw him. I saw him in the studio a couple of months ago, uh, and I told him about the whole, like, you know, calling him my dad, and then uh, or joking that I'm Johnny Younger Bosch because he's Johnny Young Bosch. Um, and uh, he came into the studio, and just in a creepy way, I kind of poked my head out, and I was like, "Daddy!" And he just stopped, and he turned around. And he's like, "Did you just call me Daddy?" <laughs> I'm like, "How's it going, man?" So, yeah. Good times. That's what I do. What do you do? <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be interviewing us, not the other way around. Oh, yes, you're right. I'm sorry. I got confused. Yeah, sorry. So if you were to have a golden ticket and you were given a car of choice or oh, a vehicle yeah. of choice, what car would you have or any vehicle of any sort? Joke's on you because I can't drive. <laughs> he's, not, he's not 16 yet. Yeah. <laughs> I, need, I need my parents' permission first. Um <laughs> Uh, I would drive a vehicle with wheels. I don't know. I, 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 I actually can't drive. I, I'm from Hawaii. We can walk there or there are buses to take us. So I never really needed to learn how to drive. And then I moved to Texas and I realized, oh, you have to drive. Uh, and I don't want to learn how to drive in Texas because the drivers are insane. They are insane. So you'd have a Google car? Uh, I would have, yes. No. I don't want Google running my life, like literally driving my life around. That would be awful. So if it was an Amazon car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. A- Amazon, totally. No problem. Got the Amazon car dash button. Just push it. Yeah. Destinations recommended for you. Yeah. Although, considering their shipping prices, I'd probably have to pay the car to take me everywhere. Yeah. Not if you have Prime. Prime. <laughs> if you have Prime. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I'm an actor and artist. It's two things you attach starving to. You think I have Amazon Prime? <laughs> yeah, if you have the car, right? They'll come to the Europe. Oh yeah, my anime millions. Yeah, you know it. <laughs> what you find out is Micah has 90 emails, and each month he signs up for a new month of Prime. The trial version. Moves to the next email and just keeps making. They'll find out. Micah still looks like this way. 420. Yeah. What? That's my character in Borderlands. Oh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Has anyone played Borderlands? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I played builds. Huh? What's your favorite builds in Borderlands? Oh no, I just played characters in it. I don't know anything oh. about it. <laughs> so what? Okay, which board? There's like I I was in, I was in Borderlands two and the pre sequel. Um, there was a DLC called like Tiny Tina yeah. something something. Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep. Yeah, bless you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I there's a character I played named Esportsmaster420. <laughs> yeah, they essentially wanted they were going to give it to a lady because they wanted someone who sounded pubescent. Surprise, they got me. Um, and uh, he's a, it's essentially like, you know when you play online, you have those middle school kids who are always like, yeah, yeah, your mom's whatever, and it's like, why are you insulting my mother? She's a kind person. I know that mission. Yeah, yeah. yeah so you have to kill Esports Master, and he's yelling, Yo-. I got paid to say YOLO swag, lol, 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 lol. <laughs> 420 get blazed. I got paid to say that, and you guys didn't. I want you to think about that. My... My dignity. Uh. That felt good to cash that check? Uh, no, it felt very guilty. Did they write on their Justin Bieber at the bottom? Uh, they should have. It would have made it a little easier to swallow. In, in the uh, memo line of the check, did it read blood money? Or <laughs> no, the memo just says, ha ha, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> and then in, uh, in the pre-sequel, I play this guy named Angry Dean. He's like locked in a closet, and you go there, and you have to essentially like like shoot his head with like a freeze gun or something like that because he's like really angry. All he yells is like, "I hate most things," and like all these <laughs> all these disagreeable things. It, yeah, I apparently I just play very angry people in Borderlands. Oh, there was one mission in one mission in uh, two. It was like a Game of Thrones reference. That was in the that was in the Salt and Dragon. Yes, um, the. Uh, uh, you have to. The mission was like you have to go slap Joffrey, Prince Joffrey Prince Jeff, and I was Prince Jeff. So you, the mission is to slap me like twenty times. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. You better be. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. So secretly, you're just you're just like playing a bunch of Justin Bieber characters in the background. I am Justin Bieber. <laughs> what? And Todd Habercorn and Johnny Young Wash. Surprise! He's the greatest actor of all time. <laughs> <laughs> He's really Fred Savage from Family Guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Any other questions? Anything you want to talk about that you haven't so far? No. Your Twitter, your Facebook? Uh, oh, yes, social media. Social media. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, DeviantArt. Uh, look for the name My Ocean Eyes, M-A-I and Ocean Eyes, like the things you see out of. Um, and Instagram, eh, stuff, you know. I love that he pointed to his eyes on an audio show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I also made, made visual jokes, like zipping my face and revealing a different person underneath. So, ha, there you go. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, my God, my God, my God. Yes. Any Did you fun? expect me to be professional? No. no I didn't. That would, that Good. That'd be awful. <laughs> that'd be boring. This is, this is not my first rodeo with you, sir. That's Good. Like, this is why they don't have me on these shows. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're great. Um, 
So is there an anime that you would like to, um, uh, somebody you would like to voice that you haven't yet? Yes. <laughs> and, great answer. That's a great answer. Great question. Thank you. Next question. Yeah. <laughs> um, sure. I mean, I'd love to be in a Transformers franchise. Autobot That'd be awesome. Huh? Autobot or Decepticon? Why choose both? <laughs> no. Uh, Decepticon would be more fun, but I get the feeling I'd probably play an Autobot typecasting. You know. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd be Optimus Prime. No. You'd be Bumblebee. I love Bumblebee. No, have you guys played? What was it? War of War, Cybertron. Yeah, yeah. I was actually stoked that Johnny got to play Bumblebee. Yeah. Yeah. And then they took his voice out for Fall of Cybertron. Because they were like, hey, that's right, Bumblebee doesn't talk. So, uh, no. <laughs> oh. Anyone, oh. Days in- Anybody mm. else? Bueller, Bueller. Okay. Yeah. Upcoming appearances? Where, where are you heading next? Um, I will be at Hamacon in Alabama for now. <laughs> Are you guys dancing on an audio thing? I will be at Anime Central in... I don't know where that... Chicago. Yeah, there we go. Um, oh, gosh. I don't even know where I'm going. Where are, where are we going? That's the real question. Wherever they tell you to. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I get an email that says, uh, your flight will be leaving this time or whatever. I'm like... Oh, this week. <laughs> I guess I should pack. Um, oh, I think I'm going to Washington uh, for Kuro Nekocon and Anime Iowa. I don't know where that is. Probably is Iowa. <laughs> but I wouldn't know. Is there anywhere other than Des Moines in Iowa? I mean... Apparently there's anime. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever thought about trolling the crowd at a uh, at a Power Ranger show or whatever, where Johnny shows up and just be in the Black Ranger uniform? I would if I knew anything about Power Rangers, but I don't, so no. <laughs> Besides, I like Johnny a lot, so I don't want to cause trouble. Only from a distance, you know, <laughs> but nothing personal. All right, well, Micah, thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate it. Enjoy the con and, and, and have fun and get away from these chairs. Yeah, not a, easily. Not a problem. Thank you. So that was Micah Solisod. Fun guy. You, you should you should hang out with him sometime. It's it's highly recommended. This has been the Awesome Cast, your podcast for Thing Awesome. You can find us at osmcast.com. The show is produced by the most wonderful Anna. The theme song is made by DJ Inabito. You can find him at djinabito.com. You're more than welcome to leave us comments on the website. Again, awesomecast.com. Send us emails at awesomecast.gmail.com. We have a voicemail. You can call us. Leave us voicemails. Maybe we'll listen to them. We probably will. We don't get any of them. So if you send us, we'll definitely listen to them as I'll be like, oh man, I got a voicemail. Awesome. So until next time, stay awesome. We're out.